0: Okay, we're recording. Yep. <clears throat> hey, we've got big Marco in the studio. Hey. Let me, uh, yeah, yeah, let me give you a little introduction, man, just so we break some ice. Uh, Marco's uh, one of our new specialist coaches, comes from a movement background, a um, bit of a dude. We wanted to uh, explore a little bit his, his journey, his movement journey today, introduce him to, uh, to the listeners out there and just see what we can learn from the kid. Um, yeah, man, welcome.
1: Thank you, Joe. Pleasure, man Any other boys, thanks
2: Hi, Paul Heat, Tiora's down the other end of the table Hello, hello This is episode 15, by the way Hey Ooh. Was I meant to
0: give us an introduction, like Jungle Brothers?
2: You do that now
0: you Do that now? Yeah, Three, two, one, 1, go So, welcome to uh, Jungle Brothers JBcast um, You guys know where we're at, you found our podcast But uh, we're at junglebrothers.com You can also find us on Instagram, <clears throat> at Jungle Brothers Movement, Facebook and all that but um, yeah, heaps of good stuff going on. We'll do a little bit more of a, of a spiel at the end, but um, we're a pretty gangster gym down in Botany. Got a pretty epic community down here, and uh, we like to provide high-quality goods for the people. So I uh, hope you enjoy the episode. Big Marker, let me, uh, let me start with how we met, man. Yeah. You, uh, you were a Facebook message mm. very first. Yeah. I did. Some, some like, good-looking young dude yeah. ma- messaged me on Facebook, was like, hey, bro. I see you guys are doing movement, I'm, I'm looking for a gym, and uh, we met up and then came and trained at our gym, what was the, give us a little background on, on that,
1: how you yeah. met us. so that was moving to Sydney, looking for a space to practice in, couldn't really find anywhere that I dug the vibe, um, apart from your place. You. Uh, yeah, so I, I saw you guys on Facebook, I think, popped up and hit you up, went in there and yeah, I saw the setup and I was like, this is for me. Open space, that was the first thing, right? That was you what you wanted, huh? Yeah, you see you go into a gym and it's not full of machines Stuff. and shit. Yeah, it's just like, oh, all this room <laughs> to play. Um, yeah, so that was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to train here, for sure.
0: Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. And then um, and then we lost you for a while, right? You, you're mm. a Canberra native?
1: I am. Well, I grew up in Sydney. Okay. So I was 13-ish and then finished school in Canberra. And i have kind of been back and forth between Sydney and Canberra, but yeah, I went to Canberra into last year, October, August, August last year, I think. Yep. Um, to teach movement, and yeah, you lost me for like what six, seven months.
0: Yeah, it felt like a lifetime, man.
1: But Maybe left a hole in our hearts. Heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it cut me deep too, boys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> 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 Give up um,
2: a big like bro crush on a guy, then he just leaves you. Yeah, like that. Harsh. <laughs> We're still in the healing process. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure are. yeah,
0: be gentle. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so, went and taught movement um, in Canberra. Where was that at? At a gym called Praxis in Phillip. For anyone who's listening, that's in Canberra. Shout out, hit up. it up. Yeah, it's great, Sick. great space. Um,
3: Before yeah. we go into where He's, you, you're going to ask what I'm going to ask. Let's start at the beginning. Okay. Right. Like, yeah. I, th- I th- first of all, what what is what is movement? What's the, what's the definition of movement? Like, is this? Are we talking like a, like a movement, or are we talking like? Mm. Well, what's the definition of movement, and how did you get there? hands place? in the air. For <laughs> yeah. those who can't listen, yeah. he says movement, and he waves and his hands I, I around did like a body like so dancer.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <And> now <laughs> I'm doing the robot. That, that yeah. is movement right there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, I think it's important to t- define yeah. terms for the first time listeners cool. for sure. Um, yeah.
1: So for me, movement, I guess. Spurred from not being able to move well, like when I was, I guess, started off as playing a lot of rugby and um, not doing much stretching and doing lots of bodybuilding kind of training and was pretty locked up, um, getting injured heaps and didn't feel comfortable. So I guess I wanted to explore a physical practice where I could feel better, not just like get bigger, yeah, faster, yeah, that's it, um, actually feel better just standing or sitting or doing whatever mm. you're doing um feeling more comfortable in the body at just any moment in time um, and i think as i've kind of like done strength training and all these other types like acrobatics whatever it's been um nothing's made me feel more comfortable than all the mobility work uh, which you get from practicing um something like body weight training and movement um but i guess movement to me is just being able to explore um, different kind of realms and patterns in your body um, without any limits to a point I guess as far as you can take it um, yeah just being able to do whatever you want to do with your body and not have any restrictions and be locked up I think there's like a big um, sense of liberation when you like explore new range and find out something about yourself in terms of your physical attributes and skills um, yeah. So
2: like uh, when someone thinks, oh well, what does movement look like? Yeah, it's like well, everything, right? It w- it's, yeah. yeah. So like when you s- actually say movement, you mean more about like the the approach to training, yeah, and the philosophy, right. which kind of takes on anything and everything. Is that right?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's very broad, right? It's very like broad. Anything can be movement. Um, yeah, but I guess the philosophy that that's my philosophy, I guess, about it. Um, being able, like being free in space. Um.
3: So where did you yeah. go to to source your? Obviously, you've you've got a, a a particular style of of moving. Yeah. So where 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 were you? What what um what sources did you mm. did you kind of to hunt down to? Yeah. yeah. Um.
1: I began with just going to some gymnastics classes, just learning how to do like front flip, back flip as basics, um, mucked around with some stretching, um, and then from there that, that was kind of limited just for. Being an adult and getting into it I was 22 when I started um, practicing movement and going. Adult. <laughs> a fucking kid, bro. Young, young adult. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and that was, I mean, a, a lot of gymnastic centers only offer like an hour or two late on like, you know, a Tuesday or a Thursday night, something like that. So it's hard to get a lot of practice <clears> in um, if you need that kind of facility. So that was, I went, started like, showing interest in gymnastics, um, that approach, and then saw that they didn't really have much to offer me. So I started to look online for people that I could study off online. Um, And I just thought who can give me the most like all round kind of perspective. Um, And that's when I found Ido's work just on YouTube somewhere. Um, Yeah, I ended up looking on his YouTube channel and finding like those older videos that he's posted about some basic capoeira movements and like scapular mobilization routines. that these kind of stuff yeah that. yeah all the, those kind of things and started mucking around with those and then kind of got to a point where i had no structure i had all these kind of like random tools that i was using that i don't even know if i was doing it right it was kind of just like i'm mucking around with this and it feels good um and then that kind of led me to go to an, a seminar and then once i went to the seminar i was like okay this is this is good because it's a very particular um broken down process step by step this is what i need because of the personality type that kind of if I don't have a good structure, I kind of just wonder. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, just for the people listening too, that's
0: that's Ido Portal, right? Yeah, Ido Portal. Yeah. So the the, the guy, the, the movement
1: guy, the movement man. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. big
0: around the world, and I think he there'd is, be a lot of yeah. people listening who probably don't know of
1: his work, right? Yeah. But Google that shit. There's there's a bunch of good videos to watch. Heaps heaps of stuff online that you can find out about him, um, programs and videos and the works. Yeah, good good place to start, I think. Um, and for me, that was a really like wholesome place place to start. It kind of offers a lot to a lot to do on different planes, and then once you kind of figure out what you're into, you can go off and find out more about whatever you're specialising in. I guess, but yeah,
3: that's kind of how yeah. the it's <clears throat> pretty similar to what, hap- what happened with you. Is that the same the same kind of story in a way? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it was. Definitely, to Joe, I'm talking about U-
0: Joe. YouTube videos. And sort of getting a bit of froth on there and then mm. I can't remember when I, I think I had a, we had a mutual friend, Ido and I, a friend from the film industry, Seb, oh, yeah. Dickens. and he was like, oh man, you got to meet him, he's fucking great, crazy guy, can do amazing shit. And then I, yeah, same thing, I, I, I was playing around with it for a bit by myself and then I booked a workshop and then after the workshop I was super in, oh. all in. Yeah, like that mm-hmm. first workshop was pretty, light. I would say it was life-changing. Yeah, I agree, Without, without yeah. being a Tony Robbins experience, yeah. you know, it, it is just, it's physical training, but it's this philosophy that, and just this, yeah, perspectives, right, that, that really can shift the way you see things.
3: Yeah. Movement yeah. X. That's yeah, that was the one. Was that yeah. the one? That's one I heard. Yeah, I did yeah. the Movement X as well. Did you find it as profound an experience? Uh, I did. I, 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 uh, I don't, probably not as much as you guys did. I probably scrutinized a little more. Um, only because I saw a lot, of, a lot of disciplines coming together into one pot and I felt like those disciplines didn't get the credit they deserved in a way. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like CrossFit doing Olympic lifting, energy system development and gymnastics, but yeah. it's CrossFit, you know? Yeah. Not to say that Edo Patel's method is anything like CrossFit, but it is packaged in a way... Where these movement patterns are almost like trademark to him, but at the end of the day, they've come from somewhere, you know. Yeah, kung fu, martial arts, gymnastics, capoeira, um, acrobatics, so dance, dance, dance. dance and uh, dance. To, to be honest, growing up with oh well, married to a dancer and living with a bunch of fucking amazing athletes that could do phenomenal stuff, it probably wasn't as like. Uh, imp- impressive to me to watch because uh, I've seen people like that just doing the day in and day out, trying to get a fucking, make a living out of what they do and they're all exceptional movers, you know? Mm. So, yeah, it was, um, what I liked about it was that he bought what these disciplines generally are generally locked up in in, in their own little worlds. He's brought them together and then he's introduced them, soja is introduce them to, to the general public, yeah. you know, because a lot of these a lot of these disciplines aren't looked at as something that the average person can, can access mm-hmm. um, and they're looked at as a sport or something that you should only do from the age of four and if you try to do it when, when you're an adult, you're just going to get injured. And I think um, that he's gone out there and discovered a, a, or created a method that, that's accessible to the average human being and that's what I think impressed me the most, you know, but I did also see that a lot of that source came from other areas as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. I mean, he's definitely got a stronghold yep. on the whole thing, right? There's the, there's the guys of the movement community, but it's his movement community. Yeah. It's pretty tight. Um, so what happened then go on from that, you know, where did you, cause we, you know, you trained with him online
1: for quite a period, right? Yeah, probably a year and a half in total did yep. online coaching, which was intense, really, really intense. What's that um, look like? It begins with um, some pretty basic testing. So basically you get a series of exercises to film, um, a whole bunch of movements. I think they were like a way to chin up, way to dip, pretty basic stuff, like a five by five dead, um, some squatting stuff. And then from there, I get the, they get like a bit of a rough overview of where you're at. So they also test your mobility as well. Um, and then you get um, your first two phases, and they work in six-week uh, blocks. Um, you get the first phase, which is two six-week blocks. Oh no, first two phases. Yeah, one phase is six weeks, yeah. And um, it's, yeah, pretty intense. I think when I started, it was three hours a day off the bat, six days a week, um, with hand balancing every day, hand balancing mobility every day, and then straight arm, bent arm strength, um, and then a lower body session as well to begin with, and alternating. Um, And then as you go along, they increase the skill work every six weeks it's, it's something like just out of your reach kind of thing um, and I would be wrecked like <laughs> the whole time at the end of week one I'd be so cooked like busted and then um, you kind of got this motivation because you're keeping in touch with an online coach and they're kind of just giving you just enough to get through it because um, sometimes you doubt it you're like man I'm fucked like <laughs> should I keep Shouldn't going Yeah, yeah. feel like this yeah yeah um, and, and more often than not it was the case of just pushing through it and just not being a pussy and just going okay Um, Get my sleep in check Get my diet in check If everything's well Then um, The training ends up Being pretty productive Um, But yeah Every six weeks It was just a step up And I'd find that Every six week block um, When I'd get the program I'd look at all this stuff And try it out And it would just be so hard And then by Week six, I would just be getting the goals that they would set for you in week one. Um, I would like just be getting those goals in week six Um, and then you get another new six-week block and then it would just be that again. So it's just constantly redlining basically Um, and the volume increased more and more the longer I trained with them. So I ended up um, starting off at about three hours a day and then for six days a week and then it ended up being probably like five or six, six days a week um, with sometimes two strength sessions in a day. Um, which is, I think, like for some people that can work. Um, depending on the person, I guess you're on the
3: fucking gear. Yeah, That's yeah, a whole yeah. lot of training, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's yeah. a lot of volume. It's that heaps, creaks. yeah, heaps, it's, it's, yeah. So, well,
2: like you said, uh, you know, you, the movement stuff for you was you, you you enjoyed to train in this way because it made you feel. Like better, like as opposed yeah, yeah. to like beating yourself up on the rugby field, etc. Or the bodybuilding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you're describing a lot of pain and yeah anguish through the training, but are you at the same time? Are you suddenly feel looser better. and freer? Yeah, the better. Yeah. Boi- yeah. Okay. The,
1: the rewards from that kind of training were just insane. Like how I felt just moving around. Like if I'd have to, I don't know, pick up like a cousin, the young cousin, play with them on the ground, whatever it was, and just the, the hips and the spine like and the shoulders would just feel amazing. And there was just like this, just com- more comfort in my body, a lot more comfort. And even doing basic things like going for a surf or like, you know, jumping up and climbing a tree, whatever it was, yeah. just so much confidence. You know, the grip strength is just like shot through the roof from from not, you know, from someone who couldn't really hang off a bar for like a minute um, to be able to like to do like three, four minute hangs. And it's just like, yeah, it's just, you feel it, like you feel it. In the moment it's like oh, oh yeah Superhero shit Yeah, yeah, it feels good <laughs> Yeah, it definitely feels good um, But I, I definitely agree that the volume is a lot And um, depending on your body type I think some people respond really well to that kind of volume I know I know people who train eight hours a day mm. And they're, they're making their results are fucking linear They just keep going and going um, and then there's people that train an hour a day and they're making just the same, same amount of results.
3: Um. up. Yeah. We should
0: mention real quick just volume as a, as a definition for the people out there. Yeah. Some not so familiar with, the, you know, with on the training side of things. But, uh, but we're talking about basically total work completed, yeah. right? So like yeah. the amount of repetitions per session or per day or per week. That's right. So, you know, looking at someone like Marco, he's doing let's say three to five hours of training a day week in week out we're looking at a huge amount Well, like 35 hours a week it's like a yeah. seven day week um it a shit, up, yeah. it's a shitload of work right and that mm. that takes a toll on the body it does yeah unless of course you can handle it and you can you know mm. recover appropriately and then make yeah. the gains yeah
3: and it's not um it's it's not your average training so there's a lot of no. tendon and ligament it's work yeah. that, and and we know, we all know that tendon and ligament takes a, a lot longer to, it takes longer to recover. Mm. It takes longer to get any, any um, long-term change out of it. Mm. And um, it, it hurts. Yeah. That and kind I, of yeah. training. And I think know? that,
1: you know, if I say to someone, oh, how much time are you spending practicing movement? It's, oh, whatever, four, day, four hours a day. It's like, oh, they just picture in their head. It's like, you're doing the strength work it's four kind of, hours a day. And it's not, it yeah, it's not yeah. like that. It's, it's, you know, start with the wrists. spend like 20 minutes. Prepping the wrists, strengthening the wrists, then move to the shoulder, open the shoulders, work on shoulder flexibility, then maybe working towards like developing some rigidity in the torso, like working on the core, um, working on the hips, working, then like slowly moving into some handstands, getting the handstands on point, making them feel good, then working more mobility, kind of. And it's this, it's almost like a, it's like a mini marathon kind of thing. Like in the the average day that it was like, you know, each session. It, yeah. It was like two hours in the morning, two hours in the arvo, something like that. It would just be all right. Like, let's start, like start off slow, slowly build up into that session then slowly taper off towards the end. Um, and I'll, I would rest a fair bit as well in those sessions. I I'll, I'll need a lot of rest. Um, and then I'll have a nap in the middle of the day. And then the second session would be like, whew, like, here we go. Like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like get some coffee in me or like slam a, bit of dark chocolate, like need something to like... How dare you? Yeah, yeah, it's good for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. can yeah. At least you like want. one and a half cubes. Yeah, when, you, when you're training, <laughs> when you, <laughs> when you're training you that much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can eat fucking Maccas all day. <laughs> yeah. Nah, don't do that. <laughs> Dude, uh,
0: f- observation for me on that, because I did online coaching with him for for a period, right? I can't remember, maybe six, nine months, something like that. But um, I tried my hardest to keep up with the work, to keep yeah. up with the volume. And it was when we just opened the gym. And I was getting in two sessions a day, a lot of days and stuff, but fuck, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't find the time. Yeah. And I it's just, very co- time consuming. Yeah. And because I was, because I was pressed for time a little bit and probably just more how my mind works. I'm not mentally that engaged in yeah. spending that much time training. I would rush, you know, I'd like try and rush through my hand balancing session, mm. which just means that all your sets are fucked. Like, yeah. it, you just keep screwing it up. The quality's low. It gets frustrating. And I just remember being like, man, how do I, like, how do I incorporate this? And I think, <coughs> you know, if I were to do something like that now, I'd take a much slower approach and I'd probably just cut the work in half mm-hmm. and, like, get more out of it for myself. Yeah. But it was interesting at the time, like, trying to hustle through and just sort of hitting a brick wall with it. Yeah.
3: You've still got a lot of, like, be- lot. I, uh, from, where, from where I was standing and watching from the outside, They were some of the biggest jumps. That you've made in your just body weight strength and yeah. and like body awareness and It's true. Your yeah, for sure. Even your composition changed a lot.
0: Yeah. It did. It gave me a lot of gains. A lot of good stuff came from it.
3: Almost had a six pack. It's like Fuck three bro. <laughs> like yeah. Three and a half. <laughs> Almost had a <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> But um
0: yeah, it's true. Like, yeah, shitload. Yeah. But, it, but it was funny too because <laughs> if I look at what I what I did to get those gains, it's like, oh man, I was fighting tooth and nail. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? And I wasn't doing any fucking business work. It was like <laughs> coaching and stuff, but we, we weren't really running a, a proper business at that stage, right? Mm. We were just learning. Mm. Um, it was, yeah, like it, it took up so much time, right? That I, yeah. you know. In any case, yeah, I fucking loved it. I was mad. And now I'm a beast. Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take that shirt off, <laughs> it is off. Oh. <laughs>
3: so yeah. so looking back at well, let's 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 continue on with this story. So when you were training at our gym, you were doing your four to six hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. Moving like a like a fucking panther. Um really really impressive. <laughs> and um and you were studying at the same time. What were you studying? Um I was doing
1: psychology. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And that was a nice balance, having a bit of yeah. downtime. I think that's super important. And that's something that um the of the people I know that are practicing under eater and that are doing that volume, they have something that's just the opposing kind of um
3: Could balance about, it out.
1: Yeah, it's this I spend a couple of hours in the gym ripping it the body apart mm. and there's to be this like passive kind of practice as well where it's not so much about the body, something different yeah, in a way. Yeah. something to something else to completely focus on. I think is really important. Um, I think that's like it makes sense to do that. Really, um, yeah, yeah. And, and I just don't think it's you can't really not do it. I think, or maybe someone out there can, but mm. um, yeah, I think it's healthy.
3: So you, when you left us, you went yeah. to Canberra and you were on a high. So you were training six to six to eight, four to six hours a day. Yeah halfway through your studies yep. and then like everyone we went f- you went for a little a little bit of a, a, a rough patch yeah i did could yeah. you could you tell us about that
1: yeah um so towards the end of 2017 i yeah i was in top form um and had just finished um a phase of edo's training and what w- phase was that like talking six week blocks 10. Phase 10. Yeah,
0: 10th phase. 60 60 weeks to get there. 60 weeks of training. Yeah. Four to six Uh, hours a day. Yeah, yeah. a lot. Plus testing weeks and deload weeks, so we're talking like a year and a half.
3: This is professional athlete quantity.
1: Yeah, and and no significant time off in that period either. I think the most I ever had off training was probably six days. Right. Where I would just like stretch. I'd still be in the gym a couple hours stretching and stuff, but... Um, yeah, no longer than six days off in total um, And yeah, I went for a swim in some really dirty water um, In the summer um, And contracted a virus basically Swallowed some water like accidentally And got this virus that knocked me around for a couple of weeks And then tried to get back into training Noticed that I was like just way behind Like I was doing, you know, stuff that I could used to find super easy um, It was really struggling And kind of... Went, ended up going to the doctors about it. They're like, have some antibiotics. You know, here you go. Just have these. This will take care of it. Did nothing. really. I took two courses of antibiotics, I think. And, and you're
3: de- still keeping up? Did you stop training no, it, at this point? No, I
1: was training like maybe like two or three times a week for about an hour. But it was... Pussy. Yeah, I know. That's light. Fucking <laughs> lightweight. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I ended up that nothing happened. Just was still sick kind of thing. And then just kept getting more and more fatigued. The more I would try and train, even though I wasn't doing much, I was still I was still kind of doing intense work. I was doing pretty maximal, um, maximal effort kind of movements. And eventually I just kept getting more and more fatigued and more and more sick. And yeah, ended up having like a, probably an eight week period where I couldn't actually do anything. I was just bedridden. Um, I was still, I managed to like do a bit of teaching, a little bit of teaching, but it would absolutely gas me like one one class a night i wow. was teaching and that so little, that's
3: a real plummet that, like yeah. to go from 6 hours of hard training to zero getting yeah. fatigue from taking a class
1: and yeah. i wasn't even like usually when i teach a class like i'm doing the stuff like like joining in a little bit and um being energetic but this time around it was like I was just there like just you were like talking. a weightlifting coach Yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah that was it um no, fancy not <laughs> you the other weightlifting coaches yeah. yeah Yeah it was fucking annoying um especially cuz I was super keen like to get into it and then also being around lots of people that are moving around and showing and you know they all had energy and I was just gassed And it you know this, you got these
0: skills right like yeah, they're locked yeah. in there but and, I was, I, it. and
1: it was like this Battle in my mind Where I was like Well what's going on I don't know if this is making me worse If I keep trying to push it Or maybe I'm just being pussy Or something And like I just I'm, I'm a bit unfit Because I had a couple of weeks off Over Christmas Something like that um, And yeah It just ended up getting worse And then eventually I was just really really crook And I couldn't really um, Do much I was like super unfit Probably yeah Had the eight weeks Just at home Kind of Chilling Being depressed You know Can't do anything Ended up um, You know Just trying to self-diagnose Um And that was always the worst thing to do, hey. Everyone does it. Cancer, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It it, it was. Yeah, Google Doc. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, Ended up seeing a because I was going to a GP and he was just shrugging his shoulders at me, just like no idea, man. Like you look healthy, you look fit, you look strong, you're fine. And I was kind of like, man, I don't feel fine. Like this isn't something that I can. This isn't something that I usually do. Um, This doesn't usually feel like how I feel. And. Uh, he, he recommended that I see a sports physician and basically went to a sports physician, spoke to her, um, got tested for a whole bunch of viruses, but actually they all came back negative. They all thought it was glandular f- fever or like Ross River or whatever, um, all negative and they couldn't tell me what it was and eventually she, just the sports physician said that I had something called post-viral fatigue, which I guess is closely related to chronic fatigue. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if you're in that kind of state, that post-viral fatigue state, you can... Quite easily tip into chronic fatigue if you don't take care of yourself. Okay. Um, yeah, and so I got to the point where I just couldn't like I was walking around the block. I'd walk around the block in the morning when I'd wake up, and that would like gas me. I'd be like wrecked, and I'd just be like, "Whoa!" Like that was, I guess, the lowest point where I was like, "Man, I'm like really unfit compared to like three months ago. I was doing like handstand push-ups. It must and have shit. been really <laughs> yeah. scary. Oh yeah. I mean to yeah. be.
3: How old are you now? Twenty-four. So you were like twenty. I was still twenty-four. In your know, yeah. fucking prime. Yeah. Like invincible Mm. and then two months later
1: flattened yeah you
3: must have been scary not to be not to and it's even like if you get diagnosed with something like okay i know what it is Mm. you know what i mean and everyone's gone for it like fuck i'm sick oh something's wrong with my wrist they get diagnosed and you're like okay i know what's wrong with it Mm. and all of a sudden things start to feel a little better but to to have been going through this path and not know what the hell's going on yeah i think it was about three three months
1: before they figured out well, before I found out what it was um, And even when I found out what it was There wasn't, you know I was like, how long does that usually last? I'd so never what heard was it? Post-viral fatigue That's what right. she called it um, And I was like, how long does that usually last? And she said, sometimes three months Sometimes years um, oh. Yes, can't you know, it depends on the person um, Sometimes it turns into chronic fatigue syndrome And you're done um,
3: So chronic fatigue, is, can you tell us what you mean when you say you're done?
1: Um, I think, well, chronic fatigue syndrome, just from what I've read about it, I'm not an expert or anything, um, is a syndrome where you're just super tired and sick. I, I know that you have All like time. almost like cold-like symptoms. I think some people describe it as that. And that's what I had as well, almost like a like you have a cold and then that, that heavy kind of fatigue you have when you're sick and you try and like do something and there's just not Petrol that like flu. oomph. And I think the... Chronic fatigue is like the the worst kind of, part like the 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 heaviest fatigues. I mean, I know some people kind of get out of bed, kind of thing, um, which is fucking scary. And Roof. the the recovery, um, like I think the recovery, like chance of recovery is like five percent, people, uh, which is crazy. And I think the um, there's like not not a lot of research that goes into it, and it's something that affects heaps of people. And yeah, it definitely made like going through that little period. I was like, fuck, like this is like just a scary thing to happen. It's kind of like one of my worst fears that I thought of in the past. I was like, what would be like the scariest thing if I had to go through and obviously like losing a family member or something mm-hmm. is like pretty intense. Um, but personally, like a like if something were just to happen to you, it would be, for me, it would be not able to do anything. Just be like mm-hmm. locked, like in like that kind of like like a prison vegetable tracked. state. Yeah, yeah, and just like tr- yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. That would be fucking scary. And I kind of like went through that a little bit. Yeah, so it was definitely scary and depressing, super depressing. Like not being able to go out and see mates. Like I mean, I could kind of go and hang out with mates for a little bit, but I'd just get super tired, and it would just be in the back of my mind. It was kind of like, oh,
3: like that isolates you as well, because people don't want to hang out with you anymore because you're getting boring. The
1: depressed guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You're
3: getting skinny too. Yeah, yeah. That was the worst part. (laughs) Not that bad, bro. (laughs) 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 Uh, What?
0: Um. So then, what was the like? You know. So what did you do? Like, what would you? What were your your tools during that time?
1: Because you're a pretty happy, positive guy, right? Yeah. So how did
0: you manage? How did you manage that kind of the, the depressed state you're in?
1: Yeah. So initially, I um I didn't handle it very well. I was pretty just. I was just down. I was just like, fuck. You know. This is like. This is sucks. This is happening to me. Like, why me kind of thing? I sh- this shouldn't... I haven't done anything to deserve it. Yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. Speaking to the universe. Um, but <laughs> it, it was funny. I, I remember being like that for what... When I was really crook, I was had that in my head. I couldn't really do much. So I was just hanging out at home, being depressed, you know, um, just being useless, being a worm. And then I think once I had gotten like a little bit of energy just to walk around the house and like walk around the block, sorry, um, I... The, the the mentality in my head was like one day i just remember just thinking like man i could be dead or like i could just be blind or i could be like i this could be so much worse off than it actually is and i instead of focusing on the stuff that i couldn't do i focused on the stuff that i could do it's like okay i could still like go down to the shops and like go buy some nice food and cook it up at home and like have a really nice meal i can still like go and draw and read and uh, i can still like caught my mates and go like hang out with them for a little bit. Like all these things that I was like just taking for granted and because I was I guess depressed about the whole thing not doing these things. Um just try yeah try to focus on the positives really. This that was as simple as it really was for me. Um it's a real yeah. breakthrough. Yeah, yeah. Because was, I mean it, it would weird, be easy yeah.
3: just to sit there and think, fuck, I can't train six hours a day anymore. Yeah, yeah. I can't get my handstands out. And when you think about it, it's they're they're almost superficial in comparison to spending time with family or right, yeah. being able to walk you and know or get mm, up your feet and feel sand between your toes and stuff like that you know yeah and it's
1: this i think i definitely um i I'd, I'd think about this when i was like really crook and i'd be sitting on the couch i'd be like oh i just wish i had the energy to like jump off the couch and go like Walk out the door And do something Like that Even just that ability To like just jump up Off the chair yep. You know You just do that All the time But you're never yeah. ever Thinking about How good that is You're just thinking about Oh fuck I'm gonna go I need to go get a coffee Cause I'm gonna Gotta be here in half an hour Kind of thing Totally um, You never ever think Oh I can actually just stand <laughs> like, yeah. How good is just standing up You know
0: <laughs> I remember having those thoughts When I've been sick Like you know You're on the couch for the day Or stuck in bed or whatever And I have those thoughts Which never come into my mind Until I'm sick Where like I wish, wish I could go for a fucking run, like I feel compelled to run. I never run, right? But it's just that <laughs> idea of like, I wish I felt the the vitality and the energy yeah. to go and do that thing, mm. you know? Yeah. If
1: you're listening out there and you can go for a sprint, just go for a sprint right sprint, now. Sprint, brother. Feel feel Unless feel you're that over thirty, your you might do a hammy. Yeah, yeah. Warm, start up. With a light sure warm up. Make sure you warm up. hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um.
3: You it's hear those harder. stories happen yeah. a lot. A lot with people that go into place, like into manic depression, or mm. if they've had a really heavy drug habit, or they've, uh, you know, broken their back and lost the, the use of their legs and got them back. They're they're always very appreciative of of the smaller things in in life. Yeah. So do you feel like when you so had, had, you're training now? Yeah. So getting back into it. And so how yeah. did, what, what when did things start? getting getting better
1: i think i like i said before i started focusing on what i could do and um i decided to pursue some i guess kind of hobbies that i'd always wanted to do like some drawing um especially art for me and more reading i think that was like a um a really good thing for me at the time and still now is to just like do more of those things that you feel like oh i wish i just did a bit more reading or like some kind of expression um was nice and that's what I got through like art and music as well um but I looked into graded exercise therapy it's something that they they as in like whoever um, practitioners um physios uh, prescribe to people who have gone through um chronic I guess fatigue and different syndromes like that that have left you like with the um the inability to exercise um which is just a very gradual um entry like back into exercise I think you something like you start with 10, 20 minutes a day or whatever it is or even 10 or 20 minutes one day, have two days off and then another day and it's like you add 10% of the volume each week um, and you gradually just increase the intensity of the stuff that you're doing over a really like long period of time. Um, I looked into that and I didn't think it was necessary for me because I just thought to, it would just be, I mean, cause, you, know, you have to pay for this kind of shit um, and basically what you're doing is just listening to your body, I think, uh, mm-hmm. in a really, really gradual sense um and that's what i decided to do i just went okay i'll just start walking around the block and then once that gets like comfortable i'll do a block and a half that gets comfortable a little bit more a little bit more um i did that every day until walking was like wasn't tiring anymore and because i had a couple experiences where i'd kind of felt a bit better and gone out and hung out with some friends or um too hard too early yeah and like just walked around all weekend and you know they're just you know they're not thinking about Walking, <laughs> it's like, mm. fucking easy for them, um, and then I'd be gassed. Like if I'd walk too much over a week, and I'd be like wrecked for like a week and a half. Um, kind of oh, wow. yeah, and the the I think the um, recovery through something like this is never linear. It's always like this kind of oh. scattered, like um, scattered recovery. So yeah, I just I just went off feel I guess for a while, and then eventually just started doing a lot more stretching. I think stretching for me was like a big. Um, big thing to take my mind off it and also a really nice thing to just feel the body. Um, I think the, the walking is great and it made me actually appreciate walking a bit more. It's just like a pretty therapeutic thing to do. And But the stretching in particular for me was like, okay, like really isolate a muscle and like get really deep into a stretch um, and, and be sore the next day from stretching um, and not have to put like much energy into stretching. And it would make me sleep better, make me feel more relaxed. Um, I'd be in a better state of mind After I'd stretch for like an hour or two hours Sometimes I'd just go for ages Um, And yeah, then after a lot of stretching Fair bit of walking Then I just slowly added some um, Very, very light um, resistance training I think I started with like uh, like ring rows But on like a huge angle And then some like push-ups That were like elevated hand push-ups So I wasn't even in like a full push-up position Um, And then just like two kilo like weights just kind of like starting from scratch really. yeah just moving That's my what shoulders we do with, around with, yeah.
3: the, with new members when it, they come it, to the gym yeah same kind of
1: yeah and yeah. then yeah even the first session back that i did that was like a f- couple push-ups and some light ring rows and some light like dumbbell work um <laughs> yeah flattened me i was like <laughs> wrecked <laughs> for a couple of days yeah, and then yeah and so just kind of slowly built it up like bit by bit and i think i spent like maybe a month mm-hmm. doing that kind of stuff and then now i'm getting back into some bigger movements like chin-ups and um Dips and stuff, and working on some handstands again, which is really nice. And um, yeah, it'll it'll slowly get back there, but that's all good. I'm alive. And I can see. I can hear. So <laughs> <Nice>. life's good.
3: <laughs> so coming out of like coming out like going going into this place where you're training six hours a day with high like high intensity and high volume and you know no breaks, making all of this accelerated gains, and then hitting this this place that you went and coming back out the other end. Two questions: Like, how do you feel that's changed your approach to to your movement practice? And if you could change, could have changed anything, would would you have, and what would have it been? Um, so my
1: approach has definitely changed a lot. I think it's um, the f- the first thing that I realized was that before anyone should be like getting into an in really high like a higher level of training or really intense level of training, you should have a look into what your body type responds to well. Um, if that's high intensity, if that's low intensity or whatever, like high volume, low volume. Um, and yeah, like t- taking the time to look into that. Um, and that's, I think that's just a really, really like good step to take before you get into it um, to know. Like
3: When you mean like look into it, you're talking yeah. like look within yourself or um, te- do the like research? Experiment.
1: Yeah, experiment um, with training. Um, I've also um, like having that thought, I kind of looked up if there was any way to... Um, kind of roughly test this and i came across um charles poliquin's braverman's test um, i don't know if you guys have heard of that
0: is that his test the braverman
1: i think i think he's got something to do with it i think okay. he he's got um he relates it to those uh like those chinese medicine um archetypes or something it's like all those there's like they're all elements it's like fire water right. earth, wood and stuff and um you basically it comes go a lot his, down to brain chemicals, doesn't it? It, it does, yeah. I think that's yeah. his. I'm not too like, like too sure about how it all Sounds works. Pretty fucking hocus um, pocus to me. Yeah, it's it, rock solid. <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about? Um, Skeptical. It's interesting. I took it last year. Yeah. I've never been the same again. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the way it works is, yeah. It's tell like, us, It's like hundreds and hundreds of questions, like basically like personality like test. I guess Scientology um, <laughs> it is a bit. It is. And <laughs> it's it, like if you were in cold. this situation. Here are the options. What would you choose? <laughs> and they're all right, but it's like, yeah. oh, you know. <laughs> eat the sandwich. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Red pill or the blue pill? Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, you just answer all these questions and it's pretty in-depth and you just get to this point where it um, puts you in like a category and you're not specifically in one category. You can like a be spread up. Yeah, you can have like chips. mixes. Um, and then each category kind of tells you what type of um, like what type of training intensity and volume. Um, would be most suited to your um, type. And going through it and doing it, um, I ended up filling all this stuff out and being a wood archetype, which is low volume, um, high intensity, Hmm. and lots of rest. And that's something that um, I think would actually work really well for me. In the past, when I've done low volume and rested a lot, I've made like good gains, like just as many gains as I would if I was doing high intensity, Hmm. but my day-to-day energy wasn't as flattened. Right. Um, you weren't I had, as wrecked. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't as wrecked. I, w- I wouldn't feel like I was over-trained. Whenever I was, Yeah. I would give
0: a definition for the people there on intensity. So we've got, you know, Marco's mentioned volume and intensity. Volume, we're talking, you know, amount of repetitions performed or total work. Intensity, we're talking about the, the difficulty of the work. So the effort. So high intensity, you know, is heavy, uh, heavy efforts, low repetitions generally. So if you apply it to a deadlift, something like that, low repetitions, very heavy weight. Um, whereas if you went for a high volume approach It would be low weight So the, they sort of have an inverse relationship
3: Can you give us a body weight um, example of that? Yeah So Intensity s- So say like for
0: uh, Yeah, so say for me uh, a, a high incline volume Incline push up incline push up would be very low intensity High intensity And for high you. volume
2: Yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> Great bro But yeah, so an easier variation Incline push up You can do a shitload of reps. It's not particularly hard. That's low-intensity, high-volume. But if I went to a handstand push-up, I could complete probably none right now, but maybe one or two reps in my prime, Uh, that would be high-intensity. And, you know, I might do five to ten reps per workout sort Mm -hmm. of thing. So that's the looking at the same kind of movement, but the different, the varying those two two pieces. Yeah,
1: and usually those more like um – those higher intensity exercises are neurally draining your nervous system is working really hard to produce that amount of energy. And for some people um, that takes a while to recover from and for some people it doesn't for <laughs> the freaks out there. <laughs> yeah. So
2: uh, just going back to the stretching thing, maybe yeah. you guys can shine some light on it. I thought that the stretching might fatigue you. Why, why do you think the stretching doesn't fatigue you? Um, the I-
1: initially it did. Yeah. It, it was... Um, The the walking kind of was like step one, just get moving around. Mm. Um, And initially, yeah, I don't know why it would. I think, I don't know if it was like. Because stretching can be intense. Yeah. I I mean, what the stretching I was doing was very passive, very like relaxing kind Mm. of. Mm. If you're thinking like, it's not like yoga, even where there's like you're using your core a lot. It was like get into a hip flexor stretch position um, and sit there in like a really relaxed state for Five, 10, 15 minutes in that one muscle and kind of just really like slowly move around in that position. Um, and it, it was like that. It wasn't anything where I was like really contracting Chasing. and yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, yeah, it's kind of pretty chilled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense, right? Like I think we we often
0: take a probably a, a more intense approach to our stretching mm. where, you know, we, t- we, we do all different approaches, but. If we're going to choose, it's normally something a bit more active and a bit more... Um, Which I think
1: is more effective as well. Yeah, right, if you've got to choose. But yeah. it, exactly, it is really fatiguing for as well. For men especially. For men, um, the active work is definitely much more effective. Yeah,
0: Because men are pussies and they don't want to hang out in a stretch for 10 minutes. Yeah, or just... Uh, <laughs> maybe. I think the... Um, what chance of getting caught. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Stretching, bro. I think for, for men having like the... Usually having more strength um that the i guess the um silver lining whatever the the bad side about that is having the tightness around that um and being locked in position and going out of into your end range and not having been there before like with females so they can pretty easily get into those end range positions um if you haven't really been there before you don't really have much strength there and that's what the active stuff builds is the strength and end range and that kind of Um, helps a lot with the males because yeah we're usually pretty weak in end range kind of positions so true yeah but i guess the um the weakness there is also like a um when you when you don't have strength in those end range positions you're just going to get injured so i think that can happen quite often with females and males as well um is that if you're just doing heaps and heaps of passive stretching relaxed stuff and then you go into like a deep end range position and it's got like a bit of impact or something behind it that's <coughs> when you're gonna like twin something. sneeze yeah yeah that's it yeah yeah <laughs> mm. so
0: coming off the back of this journey of yours yeah what are you what are you like talking to you know i think i think for a lot of our listeners they're they're not familiar with that level of training yeah uh and they're coming from a different lifestyle and they're probably a little bit older than you What would be what? What's your takeaway or takeaways from your experience that would be relative to, you know, to the average punter who's 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 on a bit of a journey themselves, but trying to juggle it with all the other life demands?
1: Um, I would say that it's if you just prioritise, um, it can can be done. If you you know if you've got an hour a day to train, which I know that even for a lot of people that's tough to do. um, Figure out specifically what goal, what why you're doing it what's the reason get a good reason behind it um and find a specific goal and chase that hit that and then put it in maintenance mode and work on something else um and i think that 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 level level of volume that i was doing was um purely because i was working on so many things at once as well it wasn't just like body weight strength but also like the kind of dance like movements and mobility and all this other stuff which just pile it all on top of each other and it ends up, you have to kind of do six hours a day because it just takes so long to, to work on everything at <coughs> once. Um, yeah, so I'd say pick something specific, work towards that if you're limited with time and then put it in maintenance mode and work on something else. Yeah,
0: yeah sick. Yeah. And you are uh, you started our ha- teaching our handstand class this week, Wednesday nights. Yeah. how the first session it go? Yeah,
1: it was dope, yeah. <laughs> it was packed. Yeah, it was packed. It was awesome. I like, yeah, it was a bit of a playful session um, in my eyes. I think some people rocked up and I think they got more work than I thought that they thought they were going to get um, purely just from how much time we spent on the wall um, but I let people play around with different stuff and um, it was good it was a fun session everyone enjoyed it um, yeah I'm going to look forward to next week yeah it'd be sick T what was that other question you asked me I forgot to answer it, the second question
3: it was um, if you had uh, like looking back at yeah, the journey right. that you've taken yeah. if there was something you could change yeah
1: so actually it wouldn't change anything about it Wee. I mean I mean I think It's one of those things Where it's like You have to go through it To learn it Kind of thing And yeah If if I had to go through All this kind of sh- I'm still dealing with it right I'm still mm. recovering I'm definitely far from where I was But um I think that it's a really valuable lesson For me to learn at this age And I'm kind of thankful That I learned it now Rather than getting to Whatever Having a family or something And going through something like that Would just be fucked Like mm. man Like just, You couldn't really afford To have that happen to you mm. <laughs> Um yeah, so I mean, I'd like to say that you know I I wouldn't train as much and take more care of my body, but if I didn't do that, if I had done that, that I'd already know what I know now. If that makes
3: sense. Yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah, yeah. Wise really words. Nice. Mm. Damn,
1: we get
0: deeper. Damn, bro.
3: It's beautiful, bro. <laughs> it's <on> <laughs>
1: cool.
3: Um, so you're taking personals in the gym as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, what, uh, What's your wh- when? Just say someone comes to you and says, sure. like, what What's? If you, do you have a specialty or you? Because you have so many disciplines behind you, I guess you can take somebody's training in whatever direction they want or there's yeah. stuff that you, that you specialise in.
1: Um, very, very, um, very broad. I can work on anything. If you want to improve the way you walk, um, come see me. If you want to learn how to do advanced body weight movements, come see me if you want to get more
3: flexible. Um,
1: yeah, pretty much everything. In, I mean, movement is a broad kind of term, like we said at the beginning. But um, not,
3: the, uh, not the snatch. Um, Barbell I've, snatch. I've
1: done a bit of work with Olympic lifting. <laughs> <laughs> I've done a bit. Uh, I had a couple of tumbles <laughs> doing some Olympic lifting. I got into it a little bit late, and um, yeah, but it's getting better. It's awesome. getting better. Why you got yeah. Yazzie here now? She That's can, right. She's yeah. Your form up. That's it. Yep. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm a tough client to deal with. <laughs> Lots of questions.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <fucking oath>. Yeah. <laughs>
1: for sure. Yeah.
0: Sick man. Sweet. Thanks for coming on today, bro. My a pleasure. Good to have you in. Yeah, Watch thanks out.
3: for sharing your story. <coughs> yeah, awesome. it was beautiful. Yeah. Really yeah, nice.
1: Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Touching.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I didn't realize you were 24, dude. Yeah. How I old did you think I was? I just thought you were like late 20, like 26, so 27. Breaks your heart a little bit, doesn't it? Dang. Yeah. <laughs> I'm young like, boy. No, nah, it's cool.
1: <laughs> wise words. Sweet. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it.
2: Haven't peaked yet. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> Just waiting. Awesome. Waiting
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. Dope. All right, guys. Thanks for listening in today. Uh, hey, if you like the episode, um, give us a little share. Share it on Facebook or share it with your mates. We appreciate the uh, the you know the spreading of, of the good word. Um, you can also leave us a review on iTunes because that's super cool. That's other people know that we're talking shit that's worth listening to. Um, and if you are out there and you want some help with your training if you want to catch up talk to Marco if you want to talk to us nutrition help training mobility strength whatever um, junglebrothers.com just hit the the learn more button and you can you can drop us a line right there follow us on Instagram and all that good stuff and uh, we'll see you guys next time eat your veggies Mm.
2: yeah eat your veggies is that your sign off let's get something to eat (laughs) (laughs) thanks